welcome back to Try Not To Die. I'm your DM, your duck-footed McTwist, Noah Prudo. Yes, those are snowboarding terms. And I'm here with our lone hero. <laughs> Lisa Condemi, a.k.a. Gorgonzola, really shard the bed on this one. Oh, I really thought you'd go for a snowboarding one, but no, instead and you just I'm went honestly, with the brutal reality. I've, I feel regret, too. As soon as you said cool snowboarding, I was like, fuck. It's, you know, it makes sense. You, the focus for Zola probably, even though the snowboarding was, like, really fun. That was like, really cool what we just did back there. By the way, but... I have some life-changing <laughs> things to tell you. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? With that, everybody, let's, you know, grab your board. There's some fresh powder on these slopes. <laughs> it's time for the recap. Last time, we joined Gorgonzola and Erza as they fled the scene of the draconic carnage that was their first encounter with the kobolds, making camp in a nearby enclave. When Zola finally settled down, she found herself once again in the black void where so many dreams have brought her, floating before her the shard, inert and emotionless. She was joined in this dreamscape by Limburger, who, after insulting her mother and human heritage, implicated that he had been subtly influencing the shard from within. Though Zola challenged him on his declarations that she did not care for her people or their destiny, Limburger was for the first time unaffected by her words, revealing his true, rotting form and ending the vision by saying, I look forward to meeting you and your companion in person. Morning came and Zola took the shard to question them a bit, but the shard, as always, was vague and a bit confusing, declaring that there was an audience in their head giving suggestions, but it didn't sound like Limburger. Zola decided to remain weary and maintained that it wasn't the right time to reveal them to Erza, something she could tell was deeply upsetting the shard. After taking a moment to stare into the lava in despair, Zola joined Erza and they began their long stretch of travel through the weaving tunnels of the Ouroboros. The next few days were varied. The first major change in the rock and crystal, a large chamber where a number of long dead corpses were scattered and torn, clearly from some sort of skirmish. Erza suggested that they search the bodies, Zola discovering a decent amount of gold, indicating they were wealthy travelers, and a map revealing the location of Avarici and Anacra's horde. Erza explained that she had followed Zola's advice to pray to Moradin and received a vision confirming that her ancestor's hammer was in the horde, and on their way north they could perhaps stop by and steal it back, so she could finally prove her nobility and redeem herself in the eyes of her people. Zola was doubtful, but unfortunately ended up agreeing to maybe stop by if it truly was on their way. Continuing on their journey again, the next major obstacle in their path came when they found themselves once again above ground, looking out over the snowy peaks, before them an icy slalom. After taking a moment to send her homework south and write a note to Lord Tinderdick about the shard, the two hopped on some snowboards that Erza carried, using them to tear down the mountainside. Their sick tricks and friendly rivalry quickly became a bit more aggressive, Erza attempting to knock Zola off the board while Zola hurled Stilton at Erza to slow her down. Thanks to some shadowy tendrils summoned by yet another wild magic rage, she caught the familiar, turning to see that they were now being tailed by a white dragonborn and his horde of chromatic kobolds. The Chromatica. <laughs> Lady Gaga's <laughs> newest album. Oh, snubbed for the Oscar. Snubbed. <laughs> After a wild few rounds of X Games-esque combat, the two managed to escape into the tunnels, tailed only by the Dragonborn leader thanks to Zola's lightning lure. Though they tried to interrogate the zealot, his dedication to Frigidich in particular made him unwilling to speak, and Zola finished him off with a chill touch. 
After chatting about the icy leader of this sect of the Chromatica, Zola, shout out little monsters, uh, pause up. Uh, Zola learned that she was way more impulsive and emotional, just like me, than Anakra. When Erza attempted to heal Zola, a spark of wild magic flickered through her and she gave Zola a spell slot. Knowing it could no longer be unspoken, Zola finally admitted she had noticed Erza's surges, saying she may know why it was happening, and that is where we are right now. I still have another intro that's more snowboard related. Okay, you may deliver. My phone won't let me call him in the slalom. <laughs> oh, because of the because your phone's being blocked right yes. now. Yes. What is a slalom, by the way? Okay, so you know, <laughs> this is what happens when you have to like look up different D and D words in your life. You're like, I have to come. So, uh, or rather, environmental words. Mm-hmm. Slalom is like. It's actually an Olympic event. Shout out to the... They're probably over by the time you listen to this, but shout out Don't to the Olympics. Because <laughs> that is where it is seen. Um, and uh, it is basically just like a huge downward slope that is like the one where they have to go through like the, the flags and stuff like just that. Just like Mario Kart 8. Yes, just like Mario Kart 8. Um, the one... I think it's Wario's Mountain or whatever the... the... Yeah, whichever one you ski down, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that one slaps. Okay. Erza and you have made your way from the snowy entrance of this tunnel, stowing your boards and Erza's bag and seeking a place to set up camp so you can safely explain what is going on. It doesn't take long, though there isn't an open cavern nearby. The tunnel has a few like little enclaves coming off where if you were to place the dome, it would look simply just like a boulder or some rock that crumbled down, okay. you know, slightly obscuring the tunnel in a way that's like, yeah, that's probably natural and mm-hmm. not some sort of hut. Um, so Erza uses her last third level to summon the hut and heads inside wordlessly as still in still a bit frosty kind of shivers and looks up to you. Uh, as you hear a little whisper from your jacket. <sighs> Is it finally time? Yeah. Do you mind if I kind of give you an introduction? Uh, yeah, okay. Fine, fine, fine. I have my own, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, make you it could, You can still do yours. All right, I'm gonna. All just right. after mine, you know. All right, can, should I wait out here? Or? Just one sec. Okay, okay. Just one sec. <laughs> just floats there and her <laughs> staring blankly ahead. Uh, I, I will enter as... She's going inside. Yeah, she has entered into the dome. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you enter and you see that she is kind of sitting on the ground already putting her stuff up against the opposite side of the, the, the hut. I will come inside and sit on my side of the cot like um, a teen who's waiting for their mom to kind of set down their things. Like after they get home from work oh. and they know that you got in trouble <laughs> at school. So kind of waiting my turn. <laughs> Uh, eventually, she does finish and then just turns slowly and looks at you. Stilton in my lap, who is also twiddling his thumb. Erza looks around. Well, tell me about it. <laughs> so, uh, you probably guessed that I lied to you by omission. Many times, yes. I also, I also just plain lied. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank it, you for being honest. No, I, w- I no, wasn't. in this so. moment to oh, okay, admit yeah, that yeah. you were lying, yes. <clears throat> I was, it was actually just a stupid attempt to not involve or endanger you, but you are actually wound up as kind of involved as you possibly could. Um, long, and I mean long, like a month long story short, my friend was trapped inside of a magical shard and it's alive and it changes everything it touches including my life and now your life i'm trying to find a safe place for it because my enemies know i have it and so do their enemies and theirs and i'm sorry to have brought you into it Erza, but now that i have we just have to choose right now whether you're my ally or my enemy it's uh 
looks at you for a moment, silently. Is this what you were talking about? A very powerful magical item that could be worth a lot of money the other night? You were talking about how it could be worth a lot of money. Right. Was that me who said that? Right. Well, show me. Now's the time, Shardy. <laughs> Hell yes! Uh, there is a swell of music as the shard bursts out from your jacket, rainbow light beaming from it and reflecting off the inside of the dome like a disco ball. Banjo, Vuma Lady, my name is... The Shard. The Shard. Or whatever you want it to be. We should have really picked this up beforehand. It's good. It's improv. The Shard. But it's spelled C-H-A-R-D. E? E. E. It makes it classy if you put an E on the end. E. Accent. Agrav. And so it just is like the moment... The shard appears, the eyes go wide, the blue irises literally sparkle with wonder and a bit of horror as she kind of like clutches her chest and is like, Morton, help me. And they would also like to apologize for fucking with your magic. Um, <laughs> hold on a second. Erza. What? What? What are you talking about? No, Erza, my friend. So, Erza's like, okay, well, um, so they've been with me for a while now. For a while, they were just uh, looked like this, minus the eyes and the floating mouth and eyebrows and stuff uh, and nose. Um, and then they woke up recently. As her shock so slowly kind of fades, she, she kind of starts looking into it a little bit more analytically. Kind of, it definitely still mystified, but in almost like more of a scientist kind of like, huh what is going on here and you see she mutters to herself i've never seen anything like this uh and the shark goes ain't i a little cutie pie and kind of just a, you know finger into the dimple twisting it <laughs> um and erza kind of after a moment goes so this thing is the reason why i am are you say freaking out yeah i think that the shard has um, a really hands-on, tactile relationship with the magical weave, if that makes sense to you. They change the things around them. My cell phone isn't working anymore. I had a ring. And, well, my friend who had it originally had also some really interesting kind of random magic that reminds me of what I've seen from you so far. Erza is, you can tell that there's a bit of overwhelming kind of anxiety now bubbling up as the, though she kind of took a moment to be like, oh, maybe, wow, look at this thing. It's very interesting. What could it do? Suddenly it starts dawning on her once again what it has done to her. Uh, and she looks at the shard a little bit angry now and goes, what have you done to me? And the shard responds, I've given you a gift. Several gifts, honestly. Uh, and you're very welcome, by the way. You said you wanted power. You know, to be a noble is to be powerful, right, Zola? So, you know, I gave you power, Zola. Back me up on this one. <clears throat> noble power. Power noble. I do think that the magic you've been given could be useful to you, but I'm sorry, Erza, that it was done without your consent. <sighs> takes a deep breath so 
Long story, can't, lots of details. Why do you still have it? And where are you going with it? Right, right. Yes. I have it because uh, my friend had it, and then they were sucked into it. And they're not the only person in it. There's someone in it who I'm worried about them getting out. There are people looking for it, and I don't exactly know why. People have tried to kill me over this shard. People have tried to trick me over this shard. Um, I don't think necessarily that I'm the right person to have it, nor did I really want it. But um, it kind of seems like it's fallen into my lap. Like, a lot has actually fallen into my lap this month. I have a lot of homework to do. I'm just saying. It's a lot to keep track of. <sighs> if I hadn't summoned the dome, I would go for a walk right now, but I really can't do that. Um, and you see, like, her skin is kind of, as we've been going back and forth, getting a little bit more flush, going from that, like, bluish alabaster to a more, like, purplish, similar to the rages you've seen her in. I... I could go for a walk if you want. Yeah, I need a minute. Okay. You're not going to run off, right? Because I would definitely die down here. I don't break a contract. You paid me, after all. Right. You stand up and head out, still in scampering after you. The shard kind of lingers for a moment before waving and just drifting backwards through (laughs) the, the hut. Pretty good. Yeah. I, you know think that she's getting used to having someone else on our trip okay so i am kind of reading some tension in the room i don't you know i'm i am like i don't know like three or whatever a week old or whatever but like what's the deal i'm just trying to be me yeah no it's not it's not your fault i don't i don't think that you're doing anything wrong um you're really powerful and uh, that's something that we have in common. I am also very good at magic. I'm going to school right now for it also. I haven't told you a lot about myself. You've just been kind of along for the ride, but... Yeah, you know, I've gotten to, like, observe as much things as I'm able to from, you know, context, inside the pocket. right. Yeah. And sometimes people feel really strongly about their magic and they don't want to fuck with. So you kind of fucked with Eretz's magic a little bit. I don't think she, like, hates it, but I think she has to get used to it. The shard kind of takes a moment. Give me an insight check. Okay. I did like your intro, though. Thanks. I wrote it myself. You know, I'm kind of a little singer songwriter. I like that music. Thanks. My insight was a two. Okay. Just the eyebrows really drifting all over yeah. the place. <laughs> you actually see one of the eyes, like, as they're talking to you, is just, like, slowly falling down the face until it's underneath its chin. I didn't push it up a little bit. <laughs> push it back into place. I can never really know what you're thinking. You know what? Predictably unpredictable, my friend. Here's the deal. Do I got to go back in your jacket all the time now? Because if I do, I'm going to freak out. No, no, you don't have to go back in my jacket. Sorry for keeping you in there for so long, by the way. When it comes to if someone is like chasing us and trying to take you from me, the safest place for you might be in like on my shoulder or like, you know, tucked like maybe you could like tuck in my belt buckle or something. What if you, like, went on my belt buckle? Like, we mounted you. 
Okay, here's the thing. You said I'm like super powerful, so I mean, if someone was coming after us, I could just like, and you see like some of the ground around you kind of cracks a little bit, right? Like I can just help. You're super powerful, but it's not always under control. I remember the couple times that I've like been like, maybe we could do this, and then a different spell has come out of you. That's fine. That's just a a part of you, but. Uh, what if, you know, you were trying to hurt someone or help someone and you did the opposite? Give me a persuasion check. Seven. You know, I appreciate the concern. I guess I'll just have to practice. Yeah. Right? No, I think it's I think it's a good idea for, for you to practice. Hell yes. All right. Just let me know when you are. All right. And remember, if you ever need my help. All you have to do is ask. I'm definitely going to need your help. And at that moment, Erta kind of like peers outside the dome and goes, I'm pretty tired. I'm going to go to bed. Um, if you need anything, just let me know. Okay. You can come back in now. It's also. Thanks. I, I will. Right. I can go back inside. <laughs> There's like an eye contact <laughs> moment from across the, the, the chamber. Um, You asked me. Sorry. Uh, you probably don't want to talk about it much, but. You asked me before where I was bringing the shard, and I didn't actually get a chance to tell you because you want to be alone, which is okay. But um, I'm actually trying to go uh, find my mom, who was the chief of the first my the Formaggi army, and she's kind of like a queen. I'm I'm kind of like a princess. There is a stunned silence as Erza looks at you, squints her eyes like she doesn't believe you, and you're, you know, yeah, just like you are right in the studio right now, just smiling at her like, oh god, so I hope you believe me. So we're kind of, we kind of similar in that way, which is why I kind of feel, you know, and understand your story, and I'm gonna help you get that hammer back from the dragon. Remember? Huh. Give me a persuasion check. Okay. 14. Ooh, there we go. That, that's much better. Mm-hmm. Erza looks at you. Yeah, Danka, I appreciate your help and your honesty, and this is definitely going to be an adjustment. Uh, looks to the shard. I, you know, I did feel bad charging you so much for the travel, but now I'm kind of feeling like maybe I undersold my services, but I've... I need to sleep on it. Um, right, uh, Danka. Yeah. Zola kind of nestles up to go to bed and then, like, 15 quiet seconds later. So you did upcharge me. All right. Okay, so, you know, you are a young person that... Yes, oh, uh, yeah. yes, I Oh, yeah, take did. advantage yes. of the tourists. Take advantage of the teen tourists studying abroad. All right, well, okay, I did. Yes, <laughs> I will do that. Because, listen, it's easy money and it's hot out there for a bit, you know? I, I gotta fucking survive. All right? I, I argue with her until she <laughs> goes to sleep. Fine, right, right, right. I'm going to bed, I'm going to bed. Uh, rolls over. Here, take this, take this. I'm throwing copper at her. <laughs> She's tossing it back. No, this is chump change. I don't need it anymore. I'm fine. Um, and you guys head to bed and you know get the benefits of a long rest. Um, as we are going to sleep, I uh, tell the shard that, hey, we're going to go to bed. You don't have bedtime, so you don't have to do that if you don't want but 
uh, try not to go outside of the dome because Dragonborn have been trying to kill us. Yeah, I you know I don't want to blow up the party too early. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just chill. Um, oh, and, too early. Got, got it. <laughs> um, and kind of like conjures up this little like paintbrush of light and just starts doodling on the inside of the t- of the hut. Beautiful. Um, I watch it like stars in the ceiling. <laughs> it is. It's like, yeah, it, just drawing very, very simple, but little <laughs> elegant drawings that stay there for a moment before fading away. Um, and eventually you fall asleep um, and you get a long rest and you level up. <laughs> I'm taking another fighter level. Ooh. I'm getting an ASI. So... You've you've made all your changes. Uh, the next day has come when you roll some importance for us. Will do. Important importance. I'm feeling particularly smart this morning. Mm, I wonder what Just that feel means. Just feel super brainy. <laughs> some studying done late at night. Interesting importance. Ooh, I love. That's one of my favorite <laughs> things to hear. So you awaken the next day. Um, at this point. You're you're like almost a week into travel. It seems crazy that so much time has passed so quickly, but every, you know, essentially three of the days or maybe even four of the days have just been kind of like trudging through stone and, you know, occasionally gawking at some of the beautiful structures within the mountains, but wanting to hustle on instead of get caught somewhere. Um, and as you're kind of prepping up to, you know, get ready to go the dome falls and it's uh kind of throws her stuff over her shoulder and looks to you thank you again for giving me the space to think about things i apologize for misleading you at any point though you know it wasn't like i did it very often or it wasn't like for a big amount or anything but you know in general i'm I'm sorry. This is my fault. Fo- You're my- a girl boss. I get it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> danke, danke. Um, <laughs> but why are you so set on trying to take care of, like, how is this your problem? Why do you feel so obligated to <laughs> deal with this shard? Like- yeah, no, yeah. Who's, but who, whose problem is it, though, if not mine? Because so far, no one, um, <clears throat> do you want to take it? Because no one has, you know, said, I'm going to take this this responsibility off your shoulders and i don't think anyone really wants to and don't say to sell it well i you know i mean this this uh handsome young crystal could be incredibly powerful enough to maybe help in some sort of hoard heist so i you know if you were like i don't want this being in my life anymore then yeah i would no i I want them in my life. I pull the <laughs> shard, shard like, in and oh. covering their ears. <laughs> okay, one, my friend is inside of it. Two, there's other stuff inside of it. Right, right. It, it can't fall into the wrong hands. So you just feel, you f- feel obligated for duty's sake? I feel obligated because I think it might be what I'm supposed to do with the 18th year of my life. Interesting. Uh, and Erza kind of sees your resolve in that. Well, I respect that. I understand that. And, you know, we may not see eye to eye on necessarily how I will accomplish my goals, but I see what you're doing and I support it. I will not take the shard nor sell it. Unless, of course, I am given permission. But, you know, 
and nice, nice to officially meet you. Uh, the shard just is like tips a little um, crystalline hat that it forms. Yeah, they were really excited to meet you, Erza. So this is great stuff. Well, it's so nice to you know actually get to hang out. I'm sorry you've been you know stowed away this whole time. I hope I didn't scare you off. Um, and the shard's like, but I didn't scare me. Oh my god, no! It's so good to finally like actually hang out with you. Like we are gonna have so much fun. And as the three of you set off, why don't we roll some survival checks for the day? You can, again, you get advantage. Um, you can use the plus five from Erza. 22. Very, very, very good. Um, that is a success. You are definitely on course heading west. And I think that, I mean, the advantage basically is the fact that you constantly know where north is. So you're kind of, yeah. you're just always <laughs> like, well, we, that, if we go that way, we are going to go the opposite way. And Erza will be like... You're right. Uh, let's take this way instead. So, um, you guys carry on for a bit. Why don't you roll me a D eight? Two. Two. You travel for another. I'll say this day and the next. So two more nights. Is there anything you would have gotten done aside from your regular, you know, homework, Nistrals, and stuff like that? Yes. Um, always casting Nistrals magic or uh, doing my fake dream journals and. I guess maybe as we're walking through the tunnels one day, I'm just going to say randomly to Erza, have you ever heard of uh, Dwomerham? No, it doesn't ring a bell. It's also called Edgefall Island. I will have her roll again. <laughs> nice. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, different terms. <laughs> That's a lot better. Yeah, Edgefall Island, it's an island that both exists and doesn't exist. It's more of a rumor and a story than a place. What do you mean exists and doesn't exist? It's strange. You know, I mean, just some people say that north of us, um, northwest specifically, I believe, there is supposed to be an island somewhere out in the ocean, but every story I've ever heard has been people go out there, they don't see anything. So... You know, I, I don't know a lot, but I've come, you know, stories get passed around, and from what I've heard, Edgefall was an island that kind of fell off the edge of the world, so to speak. I dream there all the time. You dream there? Do you what? ever dream of being a place where you haven't been in real life? Flashback to herds swimming in the gold of an Acris horde. Yeah, I, you know, sometimes, but it's... <laughs> It's it's different. It's nothing like a place that I, you know, am so unfamiliar with that I don't know how I would even know it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I, I, most of my dreams are kind of places I would guess exist. Right. Okay, well, thanks. Anyway. You know, I, I, you know, I'm many other stories. I know many stories. I'm very good. No, I know you know a lot. Don't worry, Erta. Okay. I, I think just, you're very smart. Thank you. I, you know, I, I pride myself on being able to entertain. Can you help and, me on my homework? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, two days go by. Um, nothing of too much interest. You guys share your meals. You occasionally chat about, I would say, whatever you think is the tamer kind of subjects that Zola would feel comfortable broaching. And now mm-hmm. that... She knows the the big bullets of what's going on. You mm-hmm. know, if you not necessarily even going into big lore things, but just being like, oh, there was this crazy time on drifting. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, definitely. Um, leaving out. I'm not mentioning Alethea to her. Okay. Yeah. So nothing like that. Nothing like Paragon. Like n- I'm really leaving the details out. Cool. So you're just keeping it to the the kind of catchy stories you might tell 
a, yeah. a pat, someone who's like, oh, tell me, what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, keeping it light, keeping it light. Um, so on the third day, the morning of the third day specifically, um, you guys walk for a few hours. You know, the day is pretty normal as you continue on west. Uh, at this point, you're kind of like, because because of your keen mind, you are keenly aware of the fact that the reason why this is even taking so many days is because these tunnels are not just like straight on till morning. It's literally like it weaves down, it weaves right. up. You there's several times where you you know go like oh we're going backwards and Erza has to be like no this tunnel actually curves in a way it's naturally forming we have to kind of follow it you know mm -hmm. so like. It, you're realizing that perhaps that is the biggest reason why you're taking so much time. You stop for a meal, make some small talk, um, but aside from the physical demands on your body, there isn't much of an issue during these days. You pass by beautiful rock formations, formica-like crystals, eventually entering and passing through caverns with steaming blue sapphiric pools that bubble and belch. Catching your eyes lingering on them, Erza talks about them a little bit. Legend says that some of these caverns have existed since before the maldiction, created when Feyfall was formed, somehow surviving the shattering that occurred. Between those and the sheer burning presence of Anacra settling in after the maldiction, these pools became an iconic feature of the mountains. The Orboros themselves are a result of a continental shift, you know, so Feyfall's crust pushing and cracking against itself, these kind of volcanic formations can occur. Do you hear that? Oh, it is the rumbles of Anacra somewhere in the distance. Oh. This is kind of the tour thing I do. Don't oh, worry, okay. don't worry. Give me a perception check. <laughs> based on hearing? Yes, based on hearing. Okay. Two. Two. Oh, wait, um, but I had four now. Okay, so, so six. six. <laughs> that you see. No. <laughs> um, yeah, you. the two of you laugh over this small bit, um, and then she goes, well... Um, we're still a few hours before camp. Why don't we go ahead across? Okay. Um, and you guys begin to like pass through this this kind of, uh, I would say maybe 30 feet wide, 90 feet long, sort of open kind of cavern. Um, and as you're going along, you begin to now feel a rumble. That joke that she made, perhaps it wasn't a joke, or at least she didn't realize it was a joke. Suddenly it grows louder and louder, faster than you could expect. The entire cavern begins to shake, rocks cracking and tumble. You stumble and grab onto like anything that can keep you from falling. Um, as the ground between the two of you cracks open and a fissure of flame and magma bursts up, causing the room to split, I need you to roll a dexterity saving throw as the ground begins to open up and you see Erzo's like, fuck! Uh -oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I d you know, I didn't mean to jinx it! Uh, she kind of stumbles back, the shard kind of floating above it all. Ah! 14 for my throw. Okay, you are going to pass, but you do still take some damage. Do I see, is the, sh the shard is just on their own, like? The shard kind of, essentially it's like the lava bursts between Erza and you, Erza mm -hmm. having been maybe a few feet ahead of you at the time, uh, and the shard was kind of hovering above the two of you. So the moment it splits and you stumble back, avoiding mm -hmm. from falling in, you see the shard just kind of gets higher and goes towards the ceiling. It's Great. like, okay, okay, okay. Um, Perfect ha instinct. Ha 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 So, okay, you take. Not too much, okay? <laughs> We're trying to have fun, Noah, okay? <laughs> Keep game. it light, now. Keep it light, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you take... Uh, um, trying to make a little show here. Remember when we started this was a po comedy podcast? 
Um, okay, you take 15 damage. My parka! Uh, yeah, and as <laughs> so it, some of it is bludgeoning as these rocks are blasted out and you have to shield yourself backing up and the other is just fucking lava exploding into the air and singeing your skin. You see that Erza and you now have a 30-foot and growing volcanic gap between the two of you. Lava is kind of bubbling up now um, as you see clearly this fissure is not going anywhere fast. Um, the shard looking at either one of you. Um, um, uh, Erza looks over. This whole tunnel's probably going to collapse. You either need to jump or you need to find a route around. I'll find a route around. I misty step. <laughs> You're gonna misty step across? Yeah. Okay. You misty step, <laughs> reappear on the other side. Whoa! Great trick, actually. Come really, on, really great trick. Um, okay. Uh, as the three of you zip along, and uh, I just need one more dexterity saving throw as the crack begins to grow, and you head towards the other side of the cavern trying to flee. Four. 32 damage. Yikes! Um, as the final blast <laughs> explodes, um, rocketing you forward into Erza, as the like literally the shard then going, I don't want to be left out. It's like diving into this pile <laughs> as the three of you <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, uh, sorry. just crumple in, like tumbling into the next hallway. Um, as the ground <laughs> falls away, and now essentially what was once a small cavern is now just a part of a lava flow. Guess we're not going back. Yeah, I'm going to have to cross this one off of my tour list. This mm -hmm. one's definitely a new, new route. route. Yep. New okay. route. Um, <laughs> the two of you turn from this traumatic incident. Uh, <laughs> do you do we, do we you want to take a quick rest before we head on? Yeah, or? I mean, we could. I That hurt. Yeah. You I, look... All those rocks hit me so hard in the head. Yeah. I, I start going south <laughs> for the first time in like whoa, whoa, many whoa, whoa, days. No, wrong way, wrong way. Um, yes, let's sit. I, you know, that hurt me a bit as well. Um, and, you Are you know, okay? Yeah, I'm definitely doing okay. I managed to avoid the brunt of it. Um, right. I was... I, I was seeing the brunt. Yes, the brunt <laughs> went straight for you, actually. I was meeting with the brunt. I'm glad you're okay. Uh, I hate when clients die. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at her as I'm bandaging myself up. I mean that sincerely. What? <laughs> um, you guys can take a short rest and okay, heal up a little die. bit. Okay, so uh, I just need you to roll another d8 you as you it. go along. So are the trips usually this exciting? Like, less or more? I would say this is uh, on the more exciting edge. You know, I try not to bring people very far. We haven't. I haven't done one of these kind of travels in... Probably a few years. Most my last travel a few weeks ago or whatever was just in the nearby mountains. Will you tell me about your first trip? I roll a five. You roll a five. Yeah, I. You guys are bandaging up, taking a moment to have mm -hmm. a short rest. Uh, the shard kind of takes a hand and forms a little seat in the stone nearby and you sits down. You good shard? Um, that was awesome. Just so you know, I could have closed that. You could have just been like, close oh, that. Oh, yeah, next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say close that. Close that. That'll be our, our cool code word. Right, close that. that. Close that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I'm good, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, kind of looking at the two of you. Well, when I was very young, I was still living out in the, you know, farming outer districts of Balterheim. Mm -hmm. I... What'd you farm? I my family did a lot of fungal farming. You know, oh, okay. worked in the worked in the tunnels. Yeah, cow farm. Cow farm, very nice, very nice. So we, wow, two farmers 
who are basically already princesses. Look at us now. Look at us now. Started from the bottom. Started <laughs> and now, now we're in the middle. We are on the way up. On the way up. In the elevator. Uh, in the just in, waiting. In the elevator. The, in the, yeah, <laughs> the elevator. Yes. Um, well, I. Um, my parents joined the military and they fought against the Chromatica because, you know, that was what we do and we were trying to, you know, ever restore our honor. Um, and they did not return. So I. Um, yes. Um, it is what it is. Um, and so I needed to provide for me and my grandmama and I. I was probably about 16 at the time um, when I, yeah, you know, I could have been in schooling and I was kind of doing some, you know, as I said, I was getting lessons from the kind of Zobirers. Mm -hmm. I was not really a private, but I was kind of like an apprentice at the store for a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, That didn't really work out. And, you know, we needed money and there were some rich people and they were really, really excited to go slaughter some Chromatica themselves. So I figured, why not? I'm, I know the tunnels pretty well, I think. Or at least, you know, they say us dwarves have a second sort of sense for it. So I just kind of started it and I really started to enjoy traveling and learning the stories of people and making my own stories. So, uh... Yeah, I've been kind of doing it ever since, and I'm hoping, as I said, that someday people will hear my stories and know that they are the stories of someone of nobility and heroism. So, yeah, that was my uh, first time traveling the mountains. That's really brave of you to, to start doing that so young. Yeah, you know, <laughs> immediately kind of shaking off the vulnerability. It's when you are when you know what needs to be done you just do it you yeah. know yes you won't you... need to do that anymore when, once you're noble yeah I've definitely not I probably would just be in my spire getting served and mm-hmm. commanding people and yeah just doing like civ- civilian day to day stuff like people have complaints about their farms and stuff or you process those or well, you know, I, I would be re- treated with respect and I would um, be able to afford all the things I have for so long not had access to. So, you know, it's, um, it's um, as we said, we're going up. Things are, we are on the way. We are in the middle. But I'm kind of a little bit further past the middle. Right. Right. Well, are you ready to start walking again? Yeah. Uh, the two <laughs> of you get up, uh, begin to walk once more. You're still in this kind of hotter portion of the caverns. And Erza, as explained before, but kind of reiterates to f- for you in the shard, that as you grow closer to Avarici, the volcanic activity and this like the, the naturally occurring hot springs are going to be more common. They're mm-hmm. just, you know, you're going to be passing by more of them. Um, and so... At this point, it's nearing the end of this kind of day. You're sweaty, you're drenched, you're just feeling sluggish and sore. Um, and just as you're thinking about how much you could use a just a soothing bath, you walk into a cavern that is completely filled with this, what looks to be bubbling, 
crystal clear blue water. Uh, it is just kind of steaming slightly. You see that it kind of flows through another cavern out of the area, and then another one kind of flows into it, something feeding this Everspring right here. And on the other side, it continues a bit more, you know, sloping down deeper into the tunnels. Erza doesn't look really surprised. She actually kind of looks a little bit cheered up since your conversation. Steamflow, we can honestly probably swim it. It looks like it's good to I was going to say, tell me this is a jacuzzi, Erza. I, you know, it's a jacuzzi. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, if that's, that must be the human word for it, I believe. S- yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Stilton, would you like to test it out for us, sir? <laughs> just leaps off this this uh, weasel form spread eagle splashes down into the water and kind of goes underneath for a while there's a few bubbles before it comes up and it just <sighs> and then floats <laughs> on his back alright I will strip my armor off and hop in <laughs> <laughs> it's uh um she uh, takes off her bag and kind of lays it off to the side and she slips into the water as immediately her alabaster blue kind of skin getting a little bit purplish <laughs> from the heat. Shard, you coming in? Um, yeah, I, oh, I've never, what is this? It's nice. It's like a bath. What is that? I will jump in and splash them where they're floating. <laughs> uh, you do a cannonball. There's a splash of warm water. It is, by the way, the moment you enter, it is the perfect temperature. It is definitely above your body temperature, but not so hot that the moment you slip into it, you're like scalding. Mm-hmm. The shard goes, ah, oh my, uh, oh, 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 mm, okay. And then just like beeline and just zips into the water. There's a splash as they go underneath and you see like this little opalescent rainbow glow kind of sparkling through the the bubbles below you. It's kind of weird to like take a jacuzzi because there's a dragon nearby. You see Erza floating on her back. Yeah, but you've got to enjoy these kind of things when they come along, you know? I mean, Anacra... Yes, terrifying threats, but look at us. Uh, gestures to the shard who pops up and is now doing the same, forming a little inner tube out of itself almost, kind of clearly <laughs> connecting to itself. We are both strong, independent young women. We have this incredible, powerful rock. The shard, uh, you look over, has little like crystal sunglasses on, like throws a little fist up. We are unstoppable. This, it, we can handle this. I do think so. Yeah, I think we should come up with a plan. Yes, well, thanks to the map, and she gestures over to, you know, your stuff on the side. I at least know how to get us there, and though nobody I know has been in and out of the city, I can say that they are technically formally residing in an old dwarven city known as Lavastrom. So we could infiltrate a little bit more straightforward and try and, you know, like, walk through the city and find the Horde, wherever it is. Or we can see if there are any, like, caverns that lead to it and, Mm -hmm. you know, at least maybe lead more directly to it so we don't Mm -hmm. walk through the whole city. Do you know how big the city is? Or do you know how big the Horde is? What if the Horde's the whole city? Well, if that's... That would be much easier than at least, but, uh... 
I know it is a big horde, but I don't think it's the size of a city, at least not yet anyways. I know that Lava Slum was a big, you know, metropolis at the time, but I assume that it will be easier to kind of see where the horde is once we arrive there. If we go in okay. direct, you know, into the city itself. Right. And do you have anything, any way of like, has Morden kind of given you any tips on, um, you know, you know what the hammer looks like? Yes, I know exactly what it looks like. I even kind of know where it is positioned amongst the jewels and gold. Oh, yes. that's great. Yes, this vision was very, 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 very clear. And I think that, listen, I didn't understand it at the time, but they said in the dream, the Art Father spoke to me and he said, there would be a power that can help me. Gestures over to the shard who is still floating there casually. I think that, you know, if we, maybe when we get a better you know, idea of what it looks like. We can form some more details, but I think we should center it around the shard and maybe what they can do. Oh, um, that's a thought. I will say, Erza, um, the shard is a child and new to life, and their magic can be a bit unpredictable. So I worry about hinging our entire plot, you know, the one that could get us, you know, eaten by a dragon. Mm -hmm. I hate to um, <clears throat> maybe hinge it on something so potentially unreliable, albeit well-meaning. Uh, Shard dips the sunglasses down. What? 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 Keep, please, keep relaxing. Oh, yeah. Ansel looks to you. I see what you're saying. My thought is this. You have that book on dragons. So maybe that will help us kind of right. learn a little bit more. And I can turn invisible. That's something I can just do. So if you can do that, then that would help us, right? We can sneak into the horde and find it. And once I find it, we just leave. So you know, that's, how far, that's kind of how far I've gotten. If you want to introduce a distraction or if there's some sort of... That's why, you know, that's why I think about the shot. Even if things go wrong, maybe they'll go wrong in a way where... And it gives us an opportunity. Yeah, we're not using them as a distraction. Okay, that's fine. You know, no judgment. I. If you would like to make a distraction, and then I can go digging through the pile. Uh, do you, you're, you're very good at investigating things. No. But uh, I'm not going to be the dragon distraction. Well, neither am I, so we better come up with a good well, distraction. I guess we got to come up with a plan. All right, well... Um, keep thinking about it in the jacuzzi. Yes, keep thinking about it. See, Think about what we have at our disposal along the way. Okay. Oh, I have this horn. I blow it really loud. <laughs> and I select her to hear it. Oh, God! Oh, Shard, you so hear loud. you hear anything? Huh? What? There's the sunglasses down. Some Suddenly now has some sort of culotta in their hands. There's that. Oh, maybe someone could, like, blow it and have Anakra hear it. And then maybe he'd go running. Uh, Ooh, draw him out or something. It. Yeah, that could be. Rather than have someone draw them out. Hmm. Okay. I like the idea of either drawing Anakra away, which I know that that will be hard. Never leaves his horde, so right. it will be hard. But I right. like... He might not be like, what's that what's horn? What's that horn? I go follow it. <laughs> he might not be like, what's that horn? All but, right. But no, no, no. But I, I, I think that, I mean, that is useful. My ears are still ringing. Oh my God, I can barely hear myself. I think that drawing out is a good suggestion or creating an issue for Anakra that draws all his attention. I, I agree right. that we cannot face him head on, so something that 
consumes the brunt of his fury will be enough to buy us time and you know anakra is huge we just have to get into a cavern that anakra can't fit in right right so we just have to you know thinking about how i have seen a dragon turn into a person (laughs) (laughs) yeah perfect all right so we'll keep talk we'll talk about it you know at night all right as you are lying there, give me a perception check. Okay. On sight or here? This is based on sight. But are you wearing your, your glasses in the jacuzzi? Yeah, they're, f- okay, they're, they're, they're fogging, fogging up. up. <laughs> 14. 14. You guys are kind of floating in the center of this water, and you look back towards your stuff, and you see... Two little green kobold hands slowly pulling them back into the tunnel. I will... How far away from me? I would say maybe 30 feet away. Okay. Can I try and, as I see that, launch myself out of the water and try to lightning lure them to me? Yeah, give me an athletics check. Okay. <laughs> you sink underneath the waters and then, like, rocket yourself <laughs> up. 14. 14, I will say that that is enough to at least rocket you forward uh, half your movement. Yeah, so okay. what does this little, this poor little kobold roll? Great, a 16 strength saving throw. Okay. That is a 15, but they lose two to Good. strength. <laughs> um, so you curl out this electric lure that <laughs> wraps around the hands of this kobold. Uh, and you pull in this small greenish little scaled figure wearing what looks to be some rags or whatever carrying a little spear and a a little bag um still holding on to your things Ah, getting pulled into the water (laughs) as you kind of swim over lightning lure crackling um what damage does it do are you dealing damage yeah oh max damage eight this cobalt is just uh, electrocuted and falls dead in the water. Just smoking oh, a little bit. I didn't think it would do that. Jeez! Oh my goodness! Um, um I run out of the pool and start gathering our stuff, <laughs> I guess, seeing if there's any more. Uh, give me another perception check. Okay. 16. You look around and you do not see anyone. He was green. Are they usually green? Yes, uh, it, they can be if they are... Um, most of the ones that are white stay top of the mountains. Right. This is just one of the ones that's probably more loyal to Anakra. Oh, okay. That makes sense why he was trying to steal our shit. Right, yeah. Just, you know, a greedy little guy pokes <laughs> pokes the sizzling body. Okay, well, jacuzzi time over. That freaked me out. Yeah, I think <laughs> a dead body floating in the water between us is enough to we end jacuzzi go. time. Shard, come on. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> You guys swim to the other side, uh, pull up your things, um, and exit this steaming pool. You don't think he was following us, do you? These draconic folk know these tunnels very well. It would not surprise me that they are following us to an extent. I hate that. feels like they're funneling us. <laughs> no, they couldn't be that smart. No? I, I know a dragonborn, actually. Oh. Yeah. Well, smart, you said? Um... Yeah, really kind and uh, and a good learner and also really dedicated to uh, her friends. Wow, this is sounds like a mythical creature of some sort, but I believe you. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you encountered 
someone who was kind. And you know, as you know, the culture kind of breeds greedy little fuckers. Yeah, no, <laughs> this, back in the these guys seem <laughs> intense. I just mean that, like, you know, just like anywhere, it's kind of it's kind of who raises you, because like there are people who probably maybe think that you know because of your heritage that like you're one way or because of my heritage that i think i'm one way give me a persuasion check with advantage tolerance (laughs) teaching tolerance genzola (laughs) persuasion yes 17 17 and 18 wow uh, that minus one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh kind of takes a moment thoughtfully. Huh. Yeah, I've just met so many people. I've met goblins now and dragonborn and even a bird. A kenku. You know, I guess as as you know, I pretty much have spent my whole life here, so I suppose it makes sense that there are going to be people that are different than I expect. Uh you you see that perhaps Something is registering a little bit on a, <laughs> on some level. Genzola, Genzola, <laughs> helping people everywhere. Okay, <laughs> there had to be a little pause because of rhythm. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, um, the day wraps up as you guys head through the mountains. As you guys begin to kind of hit a sort of incline, kind of carving upwards through the stone. You occasionally pause at various breaks where tunnels kind of split off and you spot kind of carved or painted onto the walls, very crude sentences, very missing a lot of words, lots of like, this way, this way, uh, you know, like various arrows <laughs> and just dwarves suck and dwarves spelled like very, very wrong. Um, and it seems like some of the tunnels are more scratched up like that than others. And you see Erzo goes, well... They happen to mock up the tunnel we are going down. But that could be from a previous, you know, they they might have done this another time. Sure. Right. Okay, yes, it looks pretty bad. I'm not going to lie to you. I want to put my finger along and see if I see, like, fresh dust on the ground. Like, these are just cars. Give me, I guess, investigation or survival check. Okay. That's a 10 for investigation. Okay. You kind of, you know, scanning the ground as Erza takes a moment to kind of look down the other tunnels, see if there's a better option nearby. Um, and it, you know, it's kind of hard to tell. It's in general, the paint is like any, any of the times where they've used either, you're guessing, blood or some mm-hmm. sort of, you know, dye. Uh, it looks like it's been dried for a bit. So mm-hmm. it's not like they just did it and then ran ahead of you a hundred <laughs> feet. So uh, it's hard to tell. Hard to tell. But just so you know, also, I am kind of good at investigating things. I'm sorry for underestimating you. I, you it's know, not a skill I use a lot. But you're good at it, you say. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good at it. Okay, well, all right. I don't trust you. But it's like a plus four, if you can imagine that. I, you, again, static when you said something like that, but sure, <laughs> whatever. Um, Shard gets it. Yeah, uh, plus four, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> duh, everybody has a plus four. You guys uh, continue onward, kind of trying to not become unnerved by the various graffiti, the drawings of just very crude drawings of, um, you know, dragonborn and various draconic folk, like showing obscenities. Some you imagine are like draconic in nature. You see some other things that are just like, hail Frigidich, hail Anacra, these kind of praises as you walk Mm -hmm. along. And eventually you find yourself walking up towards some cold air 
uh, and answer goes. All right. So remember I told you about a sort of like keep that was up here, an old abandoned keep. Mm-hmm. We should be but a few hours march is going to be outside so you know bundle up okay and i guess keep your eyes out as i said I, last time i checked that there was no chromatica here but um i think that you're not wrong to always be suspicious especially when and she gestures at the graffiti covering the walls they are very clearly trying to antagonize us right they also seem like they're really trying to antagonize each other you don't think that there's anything to like using frigidich and her people to distract an acra do you she looks at the graffiti. I suppose it's possible. As we know, there are culture built out of greed. A culture that is very much self-centered, in a way. It wouldn't surprise me if there is some sort of individualist kind of ego aspect that would maybe encourage them to fight against each other if, you know, let's say, those who are closer to Frigidich were antagonized by those who were loyal to Anacra. It seems right. like it's definitely a possibility. Like, maybe if we told Anacra... I don't know how. I'll text them. Maybe if we tell Anacra that Frigidich stole something from him. And maybe if Anacra thinks that Frigidich... Or maybe if Frigidich thinks that Anacra disparaged her in some way. Or, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, I mean, you. we did talk about the fact that they kind of have a like a... A strained, yeah, yeah, like an on and off. Maybe there's something there. Maybe. If they were, you know, in big enough of a fight, we could maybe sneak in and out and unannounced. I don't know where Frigidich's lair is. That's one of the hardest things about dealing with her is that because she kind of looms in these icy peaks um, and the fact that just her presence, like an Acker's presence, creates earthquakes and magma flows, her presence creates icy storms. So... Ah. It's difficult to know exactly where she is, but if we happen to find her, then we can certainly encourage her to maybe follow up on some promises that an acro made or something. I don't know. Something. I don't know. Their personal relationship. So just the rumors. But there's something in this. Okay. I think that the best person to handle a dragon is another dragon. Agreed. I mean, besides a dwarf. But yeah, I think that's... I'd rather them fight. I'd rather them fight than us fight them. So this keep, it's not far. Right. We can rest there for the night and... It's definitely abandoned. Again, actually, I'm not so sure, so maybe we should approach a little stealthily. That's that's definitely not where Frigidich is, right? The keep is... I feel like an ancient white dragon is really big. The keep is like a single tower installment. Yes, yes, yes. I suppose maybe she could, like, use ice to make it bigger Mm -hmm. in a way, but I... Imagine that she has a much safer location than a keep that's out in the open. Just check in. No, definitely a good thing to ask. I appreciate you thinking about it. Let's head forward and try and be quiet about it. Okay. How's the shard on being quiet? Shard, do you think that you could take a nap? Oh, just when things are getting good, we're going outside. Oh, no, we're just going on a hike. It's actually when things are the worst. Give me a deception check. (laughs) Okay. Minus, uh, minus one, that's a seven. Are they doing an insight check? Yeah, you know what? I'll roll an insight check. It's an 11. I give the them insight. a three. Okay. The shard kind of looks at you for a moment. If we're really just going to be trudging. There's probably going to be like snow. It's getting dark, right? Arcel? Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely getting, you know, I'm 
I, it's only been a few hours since morning, but I imagine by the time we start approaching, it'll be getting really dark, yeah. Cold. Cold, yeah. It's probably actually, you know, where I would like to personally be is curled up inside a nice jacket pocket. That would be really, that would be really uh, warm and nice and cozy. I'm going to have the shard roll and arcana check. Okay. Okay. You just saw that? It is a five. Um, <laughs> the shard kind of looks at you oddly for a moment. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Inside sounds really good. But look, I'm serious about the help thing. Erta's right. I'm super powerful. I can really help out. And no, I'm listening to you because I respect you and you're being nice and you're very, you know, you're... And, you're very create a lot of safe spaces, but I, I you know, I'm I, there's a limit. I gotta, you know, I gotta live. I know. Do you want to help us uh, get to the keep quicker? <laughs> yeah, if that's what you want. What could I do? I don't know. What can you do? What can I do? You could either make us move faster or put uh, summon snowshoes onto our feet for like cross country skiing, or maybe melt the snow in front of us so that we could walk more quickly or i don't know if you could well, uh i feel like i can make us go like fast like i think i know fast things speed is that would good. be super helpful yeah i mean that would be really really helpful it looks to you uh Ertz is giving you a big thumbs up yeah i mean if it backfires you know we could go slower i don't see that happening i i know what i'm doing zola all right give it a try give it a try uh roll a d20 for me okay lucky seven lucky seven okay i don't know if that's lucky or not gang um <laughs> no not the random number generator <laughs> not the ten thousand three thousand and eighty-two. <laughs> They're concentrating really hard. I think it's actually going to happen this time. Wow, it looks like they're really going to cast something incredibly powerful. <laughs> the shard goes onward. Um, and there's a <laughs> puff of like magical energy that swirls around you, Zola. And then just like fades away. You're not really sure what just happened. But the shard goes, all right, we're probably already moving like light speed. Let's just start running. I will do a walk back and forth as if I am trying on shoes and a payless. You, it's very specific, but I know the feeling. Um, you kind of test out your feet. Everything feels the same. You don't feel any faster. Mm, maybe that was like a warm up. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I can try again. Uh, I, I feel like you know something good happened, but it's hard to say. So if you, why don't you try again? Okay. Whew, okay. There's actually been plenty of times where I have, you know, tried been trying to do something and then done something else accidentally. That's a whole, there's a whole, uh, you know, safety class that you have to take on it in magic college. What to do when spells go awry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, my, my spells don't go awry, but like, yeah, I get, I get that concept. Um, You're good. I got confidence in you. Yeah, I, I listen, this is crazy. Guess I, him up, Erta. You Guess are, him up. Wow, you are so good at magic. Those sparkles were incredible. Looks, he was like, I don't know. It felt super potent. I don't know. Yes. Ha ha. You are so powerful. Try again. Why not? Right? Looks around nervously. Worst case, double magic effect. Yeah, who knows? Roll another d20 for me. 
<laughs> Solo looking at Erta like the worst case is so much worse. Yeah, Erta suddenly getting a grasp on maybe why the shard is unpredictable and may not be helpful. Five. Five. <laughs> We're doing good today, gang. We are. Has the, has the shard ever managed to do a thing I wanted it to do? Excuse you. Ever. Ever. <laughs> I think it was something close, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not exactly what you wanted, but okay. Um, Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, you're asking for things, right? It's giving you things, okay? The Char goes, Yes, the power! <sighs> Nothing. Okay. Uh, well, weird. we'll just walk fast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Did you want to take a nap? Sometimes when I um, feel a little publicly embarrassed, when you take a nap and then you actually just feel better as soon as you wake up. Yeah, yeah. I just need a nap. I need to get my focus. I am incredibly competent. And it says like, right? You know, I love the energy. Let's keep it going, gang. No a need for to effort. Feel a for effort, you know, and an A gets you places. Let's just start walking. Shall we march? Let's march. Um, the two of you, you see the shard does like sadly float towards you and nestles into your jacket, Aww. kind of peering over. And you see Stilton, a little concerned, kind of crawls up on your shoulder and like mm -hmm. looks down and kind of slides into your, your chain mail and sits next to the shard and I, snuggles. I do think I have Stilton kind of on like shard duty a little bit. Like at some point today, I like gave Stilton a nod and was like, just stick with the shard like if i'm not paying attention to the shard stilton is next to the shard <laughs> and just salutes you um thank you soldier. hawkeyes well you know weasel eyes <laughs> looking at the shard you guys begin to walk up and eventually the cold air hits you like a thousand daggers of ice uh, you see that it is a full blizzard out here as you walk up and begin to kind of scale onto these very very slippery stone path carved ahead of you give me a dexterity saving throw as you begin to make your way across this icy facade okay 14 14 hurts that i don't add anything to those decks it's truly brutal you deserve better um but you know she, she's a brawny girl she's not the most dexterous <laughs> oh, oh. um careful there um you guys make your way across the ice the wind whipping at your face as you stabilize yourself on the rocky formations that you can occasionally slipping but you don't fall so much as you just kind of catch yourself every once in a while at one point you you get a little too close to the edge on a slip and you look over and you just see that it is thousands of feet below uh it goes don't look down uh, age old trick i'm sure you've heard it by the way i'm very afraid of heights that would have been an interesting thing to mention at the beginning of this journey no way <laughs> face your fears <laughs> um you begin to march onward through the cold as you go i need you to give me now a constitution saving throw okay. as it is incredibly cold out it's a kind of yelling over the wind See, it's possible that this storm itself is even just an effect of Frigidich. We may not even be into her kind of radius, and already it is affecting the atmosphere. 18. 18. You succeed. Though it is cold, you're, it was a smart decision to buy the very fluffy coat. <laughs> Regardless of the dwarven shame you received from those teens, it is saving your ass right now. 
Um, you know, you may not look like all the other kids, honey, but you know, you're not going to get frostbite <laughs> on your neck. You're not going to fucking die out in the cold, okay? <laughs> so you guys go on for quite some time. The sun now, I mean, it was difficult to see already up here with all of the wind. The sun slowly creeps behind the western horizon uh, as the sky goes from a like white gray to a very dark blackish gray. Um, if it not for your dark vision, it would be near impossible to scale these peaks. And even with your dark vision, it's probably pretty scary because, you know, beyond that 60 feet, it is just pure darkness. You see the shard does cast a, like, dull glow as you guys kind of go forward, coming from your chest, very Iron Man-like, this, like, little beam of light um, kind of illuminating the nearby area um, as you and Erza trek forward. Uh, And then Erza, kind of looking through the snow, goes, There! The tower! And rising up from the ice and rock, about a city block away, is a hexagonal tower carved from the very stone of the mountain. It's smooth, though cracked from time. Geometric, brutalist architecture is reminiscent of Balderheim, though more emphasis on making the simple beautiful rather than this kind of more ornate Baroque style of these newer iterations. As you approach this 120 or so foot tall building, you see how much damage it has taken over the centuries. Aside from the obvious cracks, you see two pedestals on like where you imagine statues once stood have been completely toppled, large chunks kind of scattered on the ground and coated in ice and snow. You see that some of the rock actually has silicate running through it and like scorch marks, which even without a high enough nature check, silicate naturally forms when there is like lava or intense heat Mm -hmm. so perhaps this keep was besieged by anacra at one point Um, but you also see chunks of like ice so maybe it was a dual attack frigidich kind of coming in or perhaps frigidich coming in later to kind of clean up the scraps and you see erza kind of looks at it with a mix of awe and sadness as you guys kind of crouch behind some boulders a distance away wow once beautiful, now ruined by Anakra. I love my history. Um, I don't think it's ruined. I think it's still incredible. Oh my god, what a sight. It's made from the mountain itself. It's amazing. Dwarven ingenuity at its finest. They really, you know, this... The civilization that once spread amongst these peaks was... I can't even imagine how great it was. Have you ever seen those bowls where, like, they fall and they shatter and then... You know, the people who used them mended them with gold. So it's like, you can see the cracks, but they're part of the beauty of the art. That's... I haven't heard of that practice, but that's... It kind of looks like these tower. She looks towards it. I wonder if that's ever been considered. And as you guys look, uh, give me a stealth check. We hadn't rolled them before, but I know that we were planning on approaching stealthily. Yes. Nineteen. 19. I will roll for Erza as well. She also got a 19, but she adds um, a significant amount to it. Good for her. um, (laughs) Pushing my glasses. (laughs) You guys, looking up towards it, it seems quiet. The only thing is just the whipping of wind and the the stinging of snow on your skin. Uh, Erza kind of looks to you. So, I think that if we want to just approach, we can Go slow, see if there's anything. Yeah, just head up and if there's anything in there, well, we know what to do with it. Sure do. Pats her Armani bag. Or pats her <laughs> Armani bag. 
If you are approaching, is there anything else you're doing differently? Or you're just going to stealth up? Um, I guess I will. Um, I'm going to tap the shard where it is in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got there already. <gasps> I actually think you might have made us go a little faster because it went by really quickly. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, time flies when you're having fun. I I mean, I'm sure you were having fun because I was right next to your heart. You don't have any way of, um, like, seeing through walls or, you know, detecting if there's people nearby. Well, I mean, I feel like I could do everything, but I don't know um, what specifically. Do you have a preference? Is there anything you want me to... I like? guess if you can just detect if there's anyone kind of nearby like if you hear anything or okay sense anything okay give me a stealth check for the shard okay 18 18 the shard nods looking over the tower i'll be right back wait Uh, (laughs) just begins to like zip through the rocks like keeping very low as it goes oh i love the initiative on this one Zola absolutely, like, panicked, like, arm-reaching forward, like, clammy hands, like, wait. No, it's going to be fine. Look, they're natural. And you see the shard is just, just kind of carving through the snow, popping underneath it, and then, like, coming up again, looking around, getting closer and closer. It's just hard when they leave the pocket. Ah, yeah, you know, I never was a mother, but I imagine it's the exact same experience. Um, <laughs> you, um, give me a perception check. Me or the shard? You. Ooh, I rolled double seven, so 11. 11. All right, and now give me one for the shard. Okay. You know what? Keegan dice. That's where it all began, baby. Nine. (laughs) (laughs) I love that that's in audio format. I I will listen to that all day. Um, So you... <laughs> Love you, Keegan. Um, you and Erza kind of look out in the tower, kind of watching it, looking over to the shard, who you see gets all the way up to the stone of this tower. Mm-hmm. And again, to kind of d- describe your surroundings, the path continues forward, some boulders and rocks for you mm-hmm. to use to kind of hide behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see it kind of does continue onward, curving around. And this keep that is carved into the rock is kind of like... If you were to, it is on a cliff almost, you know, if you were to like detonate something below it in the rock, it would crack and slide off the mountainside because it is kind of like a gas station pit stop on a, on a highway. You know, Mm -hmm. it is like set off to the side and you know, you, you scan around, doesn't look like there's anything. After a few moments, you see the shark kind of zip back through the snow. You know what? I didn't go in there because I thought it would be bad. Yeah. But like great instinct. I because you know you just said go check it out, and you know in my huge magical awareness and powers, like I just didn't you know I didn't get a vibe. All right, Erta, they don't get the vibe. All right, so I don't know the kid lingo. Is that a good thing or? We, let's keep stealthing. All right, you're approaching. Give me another stealth check. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. Erza kind of leading the way through the snow, you creep along the rocks, keeping as close to them as possible as you approach the tower looming before you, the shard kind of now tucked back into your shirt, eagerly looking over. All silent, you approach the large open archway where there was once a door that has long been probably blasted or blown away by the blizzarding winds. Still nothing. 
looking around. Is it just like a... Is it kind of like a lighthouse, how like a staircase circles up it? Like, what's the kind of layout? It is like a lighthouse, but it's the staircase is not outside of it. You imagine, like that, yeah, you imagine that essentially, yeah, it's like an inside sort of staircase mm. leading around the inside of it. And it looks like it is probably five layers gotcha. tall. Um, each one has like, you know, a window and the top is kind of a natural parapet, the kind of thing you would expect. This is a fucking Skyrim tower. Yeah, it's a I Skyrim tower. Um, I start searching under the staircases for treasure chest. Uh, give you an investigation deck. Um, uh, as you approach, you feel a bolt sink into your shoulder blade, uh, your bad shoulder, uh, a nat 20 on that attack. Ow. Um, Do I have to see a person to portent roll it? Tell me the language of portent. Yes, I do have to say that. Okay. Um, Sad. <laughs> You briefly have a vision of an arrow hitting you and then look to your shoulder and see a giant arrow sticking out of your shoulder. Oh, like, I don't know why I thought not that a was vision. Be different. <laughs> you take a whopping seven damage. Hey, Erza. Erza goes, get down, and dives behind some stones. <laughs> <laughs> a little late on that one. Oh. <laughs> um, you see that she quickly, like, as you've seen her before, she goes invisible and disappears into the snow. All right, I will throw my body behind the nearest stoner bush that I see. Okay, give me, I guess, a stealth check one okay. more time. Ten. Ten. I rolled doubles again. You... <laughs> tragic. Um, you dive behind the snow. Um, only one hits. Okay. You take in another six damage as you hear pew, 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 like a bunch of these bolts like pinging off of the stones near you. Erza goes, of course it's a fucking ambush and begins to like pull out her hammer uh, uh, invisibly. Mm -hmm. um, and you hear a call from the tower. A half orc and a dwarf. Interesting. You must know you are in Chromatica territory. Lay down your weapons. No, it's just me. There's no dwarf. I was to say there is a dwarf. Okay. Um, I don't believe you. Who who is that? You kind of it's it's the equivalent of you are you do have cover you do have like uh, total cover I'll give you that but I'm you are sticking my <laughs> eyes up and just look squinting up at the tower. You take a, like a little compact mirror out and try and like reflect it, <laughs> and you see like standing at the top of the tower uh, and now like peeking through a bunch of the windows looks to be a number of the chromatica small white scale kobolds like peering through windows aiming crossbows down at you looks there's like about six of them maybe um and then at the very top of the tower where another white kobold stands there is a much taller very muscular looking ice white dragonborn with like bright burning blue eyes um wearing this very beautiful scale armor that has icy spikes that you can't tell if that's like crystal or something that's been shaped that way or if it's mm -hmm. literally just ice that has been frozen that way Sick. and is like you know it's just staying there because of the mm -hmm. cold weather and they look down to you sorry is the tower taken because we just wanted to maybe sleep for a little bit yeah as i said you're kind of on chromatica territory so uh no I'm no worries need you to come out my bad. Come yeah. out with your hands up. Sure, I'll come out with my with my hands up. I <laughs> <laughs> still looks at you. <laughs> so doubtful in his eyes. 
Um, one sec, let me just. Uh... <laughs> Are you stalling back there? No, 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 no. I'm not. I just want to see real quick because I think I dropped my. Um, I guess I will just try and instead of coming out, like keep running, like hunched down to try and maybe like circle around the back of the tower, like. I will say that you were not very well hidden, <laughs> very well so hidden, okay. you will certainly be, ex- you'll, it'll be the equivalent of like, I'm just gonna, and then just bolting by the tower and trying to run around it. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, literally. Well, they're, re- they're all really far away from me though, right? Yeah, I would say that the, the dragonborn who's yelling to you is at the top of this tower. It's like literally shouting down from like 120 okay. feet above you. The closest kobold is on that first tier, which is probably 20 feet off of the ground. Listen, I'm not your enemy here. I know I'm on your territory, but I'm actually trying to get out of your territory. Uh, you know those guys down there? The uh, Anakras, you know, minions? <laughs> yeah, we're familiar with our fellow Chromatica. You hear this? Are you serious? Are you serious? And they, like you see, the the dragonborns talk to the Kobo saying, Yes, my lord, it, they're very frustrating. You should have seen how they treated poor lizard Nimoy. They scammed him for 30 copper. And you see the dragonborn looks back down to you. You know, uh, we've been keeping tabs on you for a little while. It seems like you've been getting deeper into our territory instead of getting out of it, so... Right. Quickest way out is through. That's a little uh, half-human saying. You hear a little whisper from, like, the rocks nearby. I don't know what the strategy you're doing is, but if you want to fight them, maybe I can try and sneak up and get a different angle. I, I'm just kind of buying time. Okay. I will. Do you want me to sneak forward? Okay, maybe. There's not much I can do from this far away. <laughs> um... Uh, okay. Hey, you guys know uh, Crystalix? There is a beat of silence. You know Crystalix? Yeah, she lives in uh, Aurelia now. Quaint. I care not for that idiot girl. She oh. was never brave enough for service or competent enough to control her gifts. Are you going to come out, or are we going to have to send people down towards you? And Ertz is going to make a stealth check to just kind of get a different position closer to the tower. Okay, that's a natural 17 plus her bonus. You see the very slightest little footprints creeping along the edge as she invisibly makes her way closer. You know, Crystalix is actually pretty smart because she got out of here. And I'm going to, I guess, take, can I take a disengage and like barrel roll the opposite direction that Ertza is going? Like... I want to, like, throw my body in the opposite direction that she's going. Okay. As if I'm going to, like, sprint towards the back of the tower. Okay. I will say that because they are all ranged that they're doing right now, you could probably do a take the dodge action. Okay, I'll do that. So give them disadvantage on any attacks they make against you. I will do that. Um, With that, let's roll initiative. 20. Natural 20? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. And Erza got a 19. So, um, let me see if she adds anything to that. She might end up going for... Yes, she actually is going to go first. She has a 23 cool. on initiative. You will be second. 
top of the initiative, Erza barrels her way. Essentially, she's taking a full, she's already invisible, so she's going to just take a full dash and clean the distance. And essentially, you see this because I'll say that you kind of were aware of the plan. You see her footprints go up to the tower and there's like a single large entryway into the tower. She takes the left side of it, kind of, you know, like prepping, holding her hammer out invisible. You can't really see her, but you know that she kind of takes up a position there. I see the little snow get kicked into the <laughs> left side. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So you see that she's going there. You begin to dart right. Um, it, I'll say that because you rolled higher initiative, but you, you took the dodge action, I will say that they'll get disadvantage on these attacks, but it is now your turn. Okay. And so you have a, a new action to do. Come down here and fight with me, or I'm going to knock the whole tower off the mountain. Oh, bold words for such a small orc. Are you a half-blood? Um, I guess I'm just trying to... Yeah, I guess I'm just trying to threaten them down. I'm going to, like, put my hand up to the tower as if I'm about to cast a spell on it. I'd be like... I have the spell. I'll knock it down. Doesn't look steady to me. If you're using your action to do this, you can give an intimidation check Excellent. or a deception check. I will give an intimidation check because I could cast Thunder Wave right now and I think take this whole tower down. Okay. It, I'll say this. It is a big tower, okay. but you're not wrong. I mean, like your snowboarding and loud commotion did cause an avalanche. So even True. if you couldn't crack the tower, perhaps you could shower it in underneath. ice and stuff. Yeah. yeah like You have a bardic. Right. Okay. So that's a D8, right? That's correct. 15. 15. You see that the kobolds, it, like all positioned, all of them have loaded up another shot and are about to take it and kind of look up towards this individual. This thing looks pretty shaky to me. Um, looks towards the kobold next. <laughs> oh, um, you see the relation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, somehow I think that just one person isn't going to be enough to knock over this tower. Um, and you see that though the kobolds seem to have been, definitely take you seriously and probably, I mean, maybe story-wise, this is why they roll with disadvantage on their mm. attacks towards you. Um, aside from the fact that you took the dodge action. <laughs> but you see that this leader doesn't seem as effective. They seem to have right. a stronger fortitude of will. I will keep using my uh, movement to move behind the tower um, away from where Erza is. Okay. They're strafing! <laughs> Calls down. Um, you see, like, as you begin to move around, a couple of kobolds, like, pop back in, clearly, you know, going to a different position, um, using their movement on their turn. It is now this individual's turn. I told you to lay down your arms, and we wouldn't harm you. I and can't maybe... lay down my arms. I use spells. I'm waving my arms. <laughs> a caster. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, uh, he is going to... Giant sword on my back. <laughs> Um, oh boy. Very mean about crystal eggs. Yeah, right? They clearly no love for crystal back home. <laughs> um, sucks. This individual pulls back from the edge of the tower, so you lose sight of them, and you don't know what they do on their turn. We are now going to have the kobolds um, who pop out and are all going to take shots at disadvantage at you because they cannot see Erza. Okay. 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 So there's six of them. Wow. All under 10. Great. Great. Uh, so literally just 
fucking bolting as it like arrows like following the path, just not able to catch you. Um, that is their turn. Erza is now going to use her action to continue to sneak inside the building. It's going to take her full movement to get all the way to that first layer where that first kobold is hiding. She's going to do a stealth check to try and conceal. Hopefully, keeping most of the lackeys distracted. Yes, you're definitely giving... I mean, they have not taken any shots on her. And although they definitely seem to know that she's here because mm-hmm. they've seen the two of you traveling together, right. they don't know where she is. Mm-hmm. That is a only a nine on her part, but she does add 10 to stealth, so that's a 19. Good. Um, so she is very <laughs> stealthy as she makes her way up. Um, that is your turn. You're curving around the tower. You don't really know what Ertz is doing. You just assume that she's probably going to be doing what Ertz does yeah. best and cracking some skulls when she gets a chance. Um, it's your turn. Oh, boy. I guess I'll try and make my way around and also dip inside the entrance now that I've kind of given Ertz a little bit of a heads up. Okay. Um, I'll say that it's going to give it's going to be your full movement to get you all the way in. So you do that. Um, you have a bonus action. You also have Stilton, who is kind of clinging to you right now. Okay. And the Shard, who as you're kind of run, you like literally round this tower. And it's not a very wide tower. It's more tall than wide. Just took a little tour around. Yeah, you just do a little <laughs> circle. Uh, get a little look around at the place. And you feel like the Shard tugging at you, being like, I can help. Let me take this fucking place down. I'll take it down. Not while we're in it. Let's do this. Um, I'm going to use my bonus action to get some hit points back. With my second wind, 12 hit points. That helps me a little bit. And as you circle around, you hear cause, She's heading for the tower! Uh, <laughs> um, and they be, you know, they're scrambling. You see them popping in and out of various windows trying to get a sight on you. Um, and then... Can I use my action to dash and catch up to Erza? I will say that your movement and, a- and action dash will get you in there. If there's anything you want to do with still in, that's the only real thing that's left to ask. Right. But have have I... Oh, wait, I don't know where Erza is. Yes. Right? You, you know, she's probably... Let's say you circled around the entire tower and you have entered into the base. And as you enter in, you see that it is relatively barren. It does kind of look like... If these creatures are inhabiting it, they're not either here permanently or they, just, like, yeah, they like camp here or it's, they just in general live very meagerly because you don't even see like, like supplies being stored here. It's barren and snowy and just looks generally uncomfortable. All right. I dash in and start creeping up the first staircase and I'm going, Erta, Erta. Okay. That is your turn. The dragonborn which you hear hollering from high above you in the tower somewhere. Find them! (laughs) Just (laughs) echoing through the halls. Um, By the name of Frigidich, I demand that you cease this nonsense. We Uh, can work something out. You you really believe that? Maybe. Let's talk. All right, let's talk. Drop your weapons. You drop your weapons. No, we're the ones of authority here. You drop your weapons. You're holding the weapons, though. You also have... You are armed. I've been mostly running. But you said you're a magic... Just echoing (laughs) to the halls. Um, Then, as you kind of run up the stairs, you you can't sense where Ertz is. You imagine she's up here. You see the first level. You see one of the kobolds who's been, like, popping out of the windows turns and sees you and is going to just take a shot. Okay. That is a 16 to hit. Uh, yeah, sure, I'll take it, whatever. Okay. <laughs> that is five damage. Okay. Uh, it goes, yeah! <laughs> Stop. Um, and because there is some distance between the two of you, is going to now bolt towards the staircase, which spirals up further, and is starts to run that way, passing by the invisible Erza, who is going to pop out of invisibility and take Sick. a crack. 
the natural 17 that is going to hit. And with a 10 on the damage die, you see that she comes out of invisibility and cracks this kobold upside the head, sending it flying out one of the windows, just very, very Mario-y sounding. <laughs> oh, you killed the minions of Frigidich. How could we possibly parlay with you? I guess we're not parlaying. Oh, we're not. You're going to be parlaying on the ground dead after this. Well, I think we'll parlay on the top floor. Oh, well, we'll see. You'll, we'll parlay all the way down. <laughs> and that is going to be those kobolds' turns. You don't know what the ones in the higher levels are doing. Now it is back to the top with Erza's turn. Erza, hammer dripping with draconic blood, now visible, goes, all right, so we're doing this, right? Up, up, up. Up, up, up. Um, she's going to go into a rage, which means we roll a d8 for her. As a seven. As she runs up the stairs, familiar to actually what you've seen before, each step there's this bloom of flowers and vines um, as she runs, ah, screaming up the stairs. That is her action to run up the stairs because it's going to take a full dash to get up there. Mm -hmm. And she used her rage. So um, you see she's just charging up, screaming. That is going to be your turn. Uh, you would guess that it is probably going to take at least your movement to continue up to the next floor. Yeah, you'll, you'll I'll probably keep chasing Erza up. Okay, you follow up Erza, and the two of you kind of enter into this next archway. Uh, I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw. 16. 16 is going to pass. Um, you get clipped as essentially what looks like a very crudely rigged trap of like, like a wooden barrel that's been tied very haphazardly <laughs> to a thing. It's let go by a number of kobolds who are waiting there. It only clips you dealing uh, six damage because it was 12. They're doing home alone shit in here. Um, you see they go, oh, they made it past the trap. Um, and these things... These two that were here jump down and use the rest of their movement to start running up the stairs. That was just your movement. You still have an action. You see them turning and they're about to head up the other stairwell. And entering onto this floor, you do see that there are... It, this maybe at one point was like a lounge <laughs> centuries, centuries ago. But at this point, it's so worn beyond recognition. It's, it's really hard to tell. Hey, come back here. I'm going to yell at one of the kobolds and try to cast Charm Person on him. Okay, gets advantage because he is fighting you. That being said, it uh, I will tell you right now, they have minus two to wisdom. <laughs> okay. So has to roll. It's a 16. So has to roll essentially an 18 or higher in cool. order to pass. Um, does so with advantage. The higher of the two was a 15. So that's a 13. <laughs> you see that one of them keeps running up, but the other one stops and goes, Oh, what? what's up? How can I help you? Just take us up there with you and, uh, you know, tell them tell them that we put down our weapons, which we clearly have. Um, give just, me a persuasion check okay. with advantage because charm person. Just tell anyone. Or deception, we, actually. Just tell anyone who we pass by, you know, that we put down our weapons and you're bringing us up to the boss. Yeah, We've agreed yeah. to, you know, to stop the nonsense. You're being compliant. And, yeah, we're compliant. We love Frigidich. Oh, yeah. 15. 15. All right. Well, you know, you guys don't really recognize me, and the people aren't always nice, so I'll bring you up. Okay, follow me. All right, make sure you tell your friends. Okay. Keep them updated. Everybody chill out. They're being cool. Uh, screams up the hallway and begins I to kind of march. just put my arms up. <laughs> that doesn't really do anything for them, but my arms are up. Erza, <laughs> uh, like, holding her hammer, um, watches you execute this move. I look at Erza and go, <clears throat> eyeing her hammer. 
Um, she assumes that you're telling her to put it away, so she opens her her Armony bag and kind of slides it into the interdimensional space. I figure we can, you know, maybe skip some of the weak guys and just head straight up to that dude on the top. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I hope that they let us through. <laughs> I hope so, too. It's worth a try, right? Yeah, why not? Walks up the <laughs> stairs. Uh, you guys are kind of trailing maybe, like, ten feet behind. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. You're we calling mean, Yeah, we didn't mean to come in your territory. We got our hands up. Everything's chill, guys. Everything's chill. What are you talking about? They're invaders. They insulted Frigidus. They are not chill. We did. We admit We admit to the wrongs of our ways, though. Uh, I admit to my wrongdoing. Give me a deception okay. check. <laughs> I rolled a 19, so an 18. Wow. <laughs> oh, you've seen the air of your ways. I have. You know, I didn't realize you guys were saying Frigiditch. I thought you were saying some other dragon who I didn't even know their name, oh, you know? No, never would under another dragon's name. Anacra, maybe, but no other besides the two of them. Echoing from the cameras <laughs> above. Um, and we're working things out. We're all working things out. <laughs> your cobalt little guy goes, Oh, it's so good to hear you guys getting along. Let's go! And the shark goes, This is really working out in our favor. It really is. I did not expect this to happen. Um, you guys march up this next layer. You see that <laughs> there are th- one that got up here plus two more. So mm-hmm. there are two more kobolds in this tower. Um, seven, uh, mm-hmm. counting the one you slaughtered. Mm-hmm. And you see that they have they have rigged up another swinging trap. Oh, um, you guys. <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, we love to play little You want to let us walk through and then we'll still set it off for fun, you know, like oh, after we walk through. Perhaps we leave the door off on the other side. That would be funny. No, let's put like a dummy out there or something. Yeah, a dummy would be great. Why don't we just do that? <laughs> I'm really spending a lot of time with these guys on our way up. We're doing like a tour. Hey, man. Hey, what's it's up? It's his rage fades. That's the plants like fizzle away. What is going on here? Um, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, I'm Bree. What's up? Hi, I'm 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 Grayscale. This is Padre and Kimon. This is uh my friend Zare. Who are you referring to when you Erza. say Erza Just looks her, to you? Her two syllables refer. Right. Um, and this is Brie, right? Yeah. Yes, Brie. <laughs> hey, yes. Hey, guys. Um, oh, this is so fun. New friends. All right. We should probably go up now. Right, Wham. <laughs> they're being nice again. Um, as you are led <laughs> to the top and... After probably about, you know, let's say it takes about five minutes between the dawdling of you guys. Can, look at we these. set off a couple traps. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. The that shard, was good, guys. Um, just the shard fist bumps one of the kobolds, and they're just like, everyone's just like getting along real fantastically. It's a gripping these, her bag these angrily. Guys aren't bad. I don't, I messages you. I really think that the magic you used is. Contagious or something. They are really fucking falling for They're this. They're loving us. Yes, we're really, really popular. <laughs> Messaging Erza, so I think we should push the guy off the top when we get up there. Oh yeah, we. This is a fake negotiation. All right, right? let's pick it up. All right, uh, all right, gang. This is so fun, but let's go meet your boss. Drinks at the top. <laughs> um, you guys party, begin to scale the t- the tower. Um, and as you do, the temperature, of course, is wind blowing in, freezing as you walk by it. Um, as you are led to the very top of this tower. 
as you enter up, and again, this is all open. There's no like mm-hmm. doors as you go up. So mm-hmm. pretty much everything you've been doing is like echoing off the inside right. of this tower. Um, <laughs> the cobalt above every level are just like, huh, what? <laughs> and then we come up and they're like, wow, you guys are pretty cool. You're really nice. <laughs> um, yeah, like literally by the time you get up there, you had killed one, but there are... <laughs> five of we them. We don't mention that one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, have you seen Bill? No, I think he's out in the snow looking for me still. Yeah, Bill is definitely, uh, I think Bill took a smoke break. Bill said he was taking a smoky Joe. <laughs> uh, give me a deception check with advantage. Okay. Uh, ten. Oh, wait, with disadvantage? No, with advantage. Oh, with okay. Because <laughs> I'm the one was in that one. Um, as you reach the top and you're saying this, the kobolds kind of stop and you enter out onto this blizzarding top of this keep and you see standing there holding this large frosted over flail is this hulking white scaled dragonborn good to see that you finally joined me up here been waiting here a few minutes since you called out about uh you know talking a bit i put my like arms behind my back look i'm armless you happy <laughs> You southerners are so funny. Well, it's good to see that you've given up. My name is General Rhymeworm Burgeis, and I am one of the chief generals of Frigidich's army. It's an honor, Rhymeworm. It is. Since you two are being compliant, I will lead you to Frigidich so that you may see her yourself before you are sentenced for trespass. What's usually a sentence for that kind of thing? And you see one of the kobolds go, DEATH! <laughs> by oh, freezing! Okay, right. And then getting eaten by gotcha. her, the glorious, glorious well, lady of dragons. Maybe I'll be able to, you know, talk to her a little bit like I talked to you guys. How far's the march? Looks past you down the path towards one peak that seems to go higher into the clouds, higher than what you've been able to see from where you are. Our glorious leader looks down upon us all from her mount. Not far. That, yes, yes, that one over there. Great. I'm going to try and grab him and uh, throw him off of the tower. You rush forward, and that is where we're going to end our episode today. Oh my goodness. I, wow. Um, let's just say, um, I want to say first and foremost, rest in peace to the NPC that Zola killed with a lightning lure earlier in this episode. Oh, I fucking knew it. Totally. (laughs) Just absolutely counter over. Um, if I had a character sheet written, you would have seen me pick it up and tear it in half. Absolutely hilarious. As soon as you were like, are you doing damage to him? I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yes, I guess Zola would do that. Well, you know, it's you win some, you lose some, and we won some and lost some today, so we will see how things go. Um, well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you especially to our Eldritch patrons. If you would like to become an Eldritch patron, go to patreon.com slash try not to die pod. I mean, the reasons are already, they've been said before. We'll say them again. We've counted them. Count them again. Count them again. The I musical t- sewed. Babes. 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 Already a free, uh, free, already a 
60 plus pieces of music that we have written for you to use maybe during your games hell um, yeah put you, that shit on shuffle yeah fucking blast all this you you know there's all it's all there waiting for you baby go and get it any other plugs besides our socials which i mean you all know you all know i mean noah's on twitter now right i am on twitter now i have as of recording this i have yet to tweet for the first time that's I'm fine just to, gotta be on there i'm trying to figure out how to break the the ice all right i'll start tweeting there. at you when you're ready oh no i'll be so, <laughs> so nervous i haven't even liked tweets because i'm like i don't want to have anything liked yet I don't just know. be present just slowly, just like a wallflower sitting in the My background. My plug is Noah's growing Twitter presence. Yes. Okay. Uh, everyone go and follow me. I have to pull up what my Twitter is. It's Noah the Infuriator, right? Uh, it's, here's the thing. I think that oh, I tried no, to make it Oh, no. It's NP that. the Infuriator. Because I couldn't fit Noah the Infuriator because <laughs> of character limits. Um, yeah. So I guess gotcha. go, fa- go follow me uh, at NP the in Infuriator. <laughs> and me at Lil Biscotti, but it's spelled like Lil Yachty but it's like a biscotti b-i-s-c-a-c-h-t-y when i rejoined twitter and saw that that was still your name it filled my heart with joy i was like yes this is why we came back well you know i think that's all we got for today uh uh, tip your waiters and until next time try not to die all hail our eldritch patrons Especially Anita, Ashley, Becca B, Colleen, Eclair, Elana, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, Leo, May, Morgan, Nat, Nicola, Paige, Roni, Sahara, and of course, our producer Patty, Patrick Brandstetter, and producer Daddies, Becca Mount, and Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die.